Four, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the six o'clock pairing. On the tee, from River West, please welcome Gabe Neitzel. Also on the tee, from the third ward, this is Stephen Watson. It's Monday evening, and you're on the tee, presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Now to take you around the course, broadcasting live from University Ridge Golf Course at the AmFam Championship. Alongside Stephen Watson, here's Gabe Neitzel. As nice as those opening introductions were, not super accurate. Gabe Knights will get married today. Don't think he's golfing. But maybe. I wouldn't rule that out. I'm not alongside Stephen Watson either, the handsome man attending Gabe Neitzel's wedding. So you're stuck with us, the hooligans, here on On the Tee across ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Alex Strofe alongside my friend and a very talented golfer, Jesse Nelson, with me this morning as we're live from University Ridge in Madison, the AmFam Championship, day number two underway. And we'll get you some updates throughout as we're with you until noon here on ESPN Wisconsin. But Jesse, can you beat Steve Stricker? Uh, no, no, I couldn't. The, the awesome simulator. By the way, uh, congratulations to us not getting the invite to the Gabe Neitzel wedding. Yeah, that's all right. Nice job. There we go. Good, good team effort, everybody. <laughs> uh, they have this really cool simulator. We're at University Ridge Golf Course on the west side of Madison. They have this simulator where you can try to beat Strick with a par 3, 140-yard to get on the green, and it's one of the holes here at the AmFam Championship at University Ridge. And I tried it. You, you convinced me. You talked me into it. You said, go give it a shot. So uh, Molly Brown and I went up, and, and I, I had two swings. Everybody gets two swings, no warm-ups. Took me back to the high school bowling days. How we <laughs> ended up losing the conference title. No warm-ups. Unbelievable. Nerd. What are we doing? So, you know, we're going in a little raw into the simulator. We get the seven iron out. 140 seems like a good distance for that club. And it was good distance, just wide left, yeah. wide left on. It was like the Packers and Bengals kicking field goals last year. Just couldn't find the green. <laughs> tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was tough for me, too. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's called the rough, right, when you end up in, like, the rocky area. Why did they let me host this show? What is it called when you get in, like, the rocky area to the left of the green? That's uh, where I ended up. That's out, rough, right? Out of bounds? It might have been out like, of bounds. Are you, you hitting the, the houses on the fairway? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'd like to apologize to Pat Richter. I put a, I put a hole in his window. I don't know if he has a house out here, but <laughs> we're just going to pretend he does. Um, if you're listening to Madison, you, you just heard Pat Richter on the Pat Richter show earlier today. You, you didn't but, know what the rough was called? Well, I guess it might be out of bounds. I don't know where I ended up. You're hosting a show called On the Tee. They have trusted us to step in for Gabe Neitzel on the day of his wedding. Yeah. And Stephen Watson. And they want us to be able to bring live updates. So reflecting the action yeah. of the PGA Tour champions at University Ridge in the AmFam Championship. And you don't know what the rough is. I'm pretty sure I was the last option, right? Because uh, when, when I was asked to do this this Saturday, I said, sure, I'll do it. But are you sure? And I, I and they said, yeah, I think I think we need you to. So I said, you know what? I know golf. I'm an ESPN guy. What can I say? Here I am. I'm going to tell you all about uh, what Strick is doing. Right? He's got the pitching wedge out right now, uh, and I know what that is wholeheartedly. I can tell you that much. 
This is going to be a rough two hours. hey oh, See what you did there. Very, very nice. 844-770-3776. Your way into the show this morning. Alex Strove, Jesse Nelson with you. We'll be with you until noon here on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison. And uh, we'll talk some golf. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is Favre going to be here? Favre's going to be here. Favre's here today. Favre is the celebrity. I love you guys. Yeah, my God, well, I love you guys. Favre's going to be here. I just talked trash to him last week. Yeah, you did t- uh, tell him you would send him a package and you hope it doesn't get intercepted on the way, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty good line. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, pretty good for you. Do I, so yeah. we're, at the, we're at the driving range. So yeah, they're, they're going to be here. Andy North is the celebrity force, and they tee off at one. Andy North, the captain, Derek Jeter. The Inkster. Julie Inkster. And Farvey. Yeah, pretty good foursome this year. Do I do I go say hi to Farv? Like, can you go talk to someone? So, uh, my follow up question then, because you did see, you did tell him that you were going to bring your Vikings jersey. Do you yeah. have it on you? No, it turns out I left him at Mon Paz place in oh, Muskego. Tough break. Left him at Mon Paz. Really? Yeah. You I think they're still there? Or did they throw them out? Well, I decided something. First of all, yeah. I know that they're there. Okay, they're, we're never getting rid of of uh, our. Uh, Artifacts of that uh, well, stature. Yeah. The, ver- the, the Vikings jersey can go. The Jets jersey you got to keep. I agree. I mean, he should have been the MVP when he was with the Vikings that year. But. <laughs> so I've decided something, and I decided it late last night when I realized I didn't have these jerseys to actually bring to try and get Brett Favre to uh, sign them yeah. today. Um, I don't value the autograph. I don't think I ever have truly valued the audio. I went to a lot of Brewers games when I was younger, and I got a chance to go see, like, you know, you get down during batting practice, and you get signed, you know, baseballs and hats. And, like, I, I just went through some stuff in my old room weeks ago, and I had a, a Brewers hat that was signed by, like, Jeff Cirillo <laughs> and Mark Loretta and Bernie Brewer. <laughs> Like, talk about but bringing the value of that hat down to nothing. Well, hold on a minute. I, I, I would make the argument Bernie Brewer increases the value of a hat, but that's that's beside the point. So maybe you don't value the value of an autograph? No, I don't think so. So like, hold on. I but why rather, did you keep the hat then? I've decided if, if Brett's here today, and I saw Andy North yeah, he is just here. popped in. If yeah. Andy North's here, Brett, Brett's here somewhere. Uh, we're finding Favre today. That's my new mission in life. We're finding Favre, and I'm going to go find Favre. And I've decided I would much rather have a 30-second conversation and get a picture as opposed to an autograph. Yeah, I think I tend to agree with that, right, because it's actual proof you met somebody, whereas an autograph you could buy and and pawn it off as something you you got personally, right? Like, I'm a kid that grew up in Green Bay, so we know the AmFam Dream Drive, another another great thing American Family Insurance Mm -hmm. does up in Green Bay with the bikes and all that. So as a kid, I would stand outside there. I wouldn't bring my bike. I wasn't quite that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't quite there. But... I would bring an autograph binder, mm-hmm. cards and, and 8 by 10s um, And then I realized when I was like 13 or 14, yeah, that's kind of a nerdy thing to do, isn't it? Um, Is nerdy I, maybe not the right word? No, it's not. It's certainly not nerdy, I wouldn't say, if you're trying to get autographs of all the players. It, it's, it's, express, it's a way to express your fandom, which I don't condone. Like I, I understand the autograph, first of all, the value of the autograph. <laughs> Second of all, the... Uh, the, the passion that autograph collectors 
seek and how uh, drastic of lengths they will go to try and track down autographs from certain players. I appreciate what's done there. I just think if you want something a little more personal, and I understand that you know, autographs can be personalized. We just talked on Wildey and Tausch during this week how Jason Wildey found at Goodwill a autographed uh, Boston College hat, which was addressed by former Boston College head coach and Packers assistant Jeff Jagosinski yeah. to Edgar Bennett, and it was at Goodwill. It's an EB, take care, or whatever else. So it was something that Hold Jags gave on Edgar a Bennett, minute. and Edgar took it to Goodwill and put it in. You can't do that. That's what I said. Especially when you're as prominent of a being as Edgar Bennett is in Green Bay, right? Like, you're well known there. That's going to get solved pretty quick, especially when a guy like Jason Wildey very yeah, openly goes to Goodwill pretty often. You don't have to be a, a you know the world's greatest detective to be able to figure out that Edgar Bennett signed that or that was addressed to Edgar Bennett from wow. Jeff Wow. So did you tell Jags? Where are we in the saga? This is amazing. Well, I didn't hear this. You know, I think we ended up coming down here to University Ridge later in the week, and Devontae Adams spoke with the Vegas media. A lot to dissect. We sure. kind of got away from the the uh, the great uh, the the great escapade of Jeff Jagosinski's autographed hat for Edgar Bennett. So we'll have to circle back on that next week, I think. I don't think the case is closed yet. Well, good. That is uh, that is uh, a fantastic but, story. But point being, like, if I had the option today, like, yeah. we're doing this show until noon. I want to go see my guy, Farvey. Andy North, is, uh, Andy's going to get Farvey to stop in. We know that's happening. If, <laughs> do we? Not, no, 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 we don't. I don't know if Andy I like your yet. confidence. Um, if, if, Favre comes over, and we're doing the show, and he says, uh, I'm a little busy. But he's able to sign something and hand it to you know any of our team that's here, Molly, Colin, and the, and the folks here. And then they give it to me and say, it, you know, it's a personalized thing addressed to me. Right. That doesn't mean as much to me as it would if I actually had a, a picture taken that I can you know put in a frame, put it in the man cave at the new house that we're going to be moving into soon. Put that, you know, that. You would be a man cave guy. I mean, man cave, not necessarily. Like, the lounge. The viewing lounge. You know, we got this nice little Ew. basement area. You the got den, it. maybe? I don't like the viewing lounge. Okay. That, that sounds... Uh, You're right. Woof. We'll, yeah, go, we'll go den. We'll go den, sure. The basement den. Uh, you put a picture of me and Farvey down there. Just, wow. Uh, that's what I want. Okay. I, I don't necessarily care for the autograph as much. We will continue to venture an effort, Brett Favre, in our direction so Jesse <laughs> can get the picture he's longing for. Apparently that's the only reason he came to work today. Uh, but do, do you go talk to him if he's on? We're at yes, the driving yes. range. It's right here. Yes, you do. You, you absolutely have to. Like I, I can walk up to Favre and be like, hey, man, you held me as a child. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Should we reenact it? That should be the picture I get with Farvey. How right? it started, how it's going. Yeah, have him pick me up. Yeah, I like that idea. You think he could do it? Uh, I'm obviously. Oh yeah, he's doing Iron Man's and stuff. Is he? Oh yeah, he F could. He Farvey's could pick a you beast. Up. You're not a. You're not a heavy guy. He couldn't pick me up. I wish I would have brought a football. Right, play a little catch with Farvey. That's like well, have him break one of my fingers. Like that's what I. I don't even need a picture. Have Farvey chuck a football at me. Break one of my fingers. Maybe two. That's a memory. I'm. We'll go to the hospital. I'll frame the x-rays right like i like this idea better for, than just a normal picture for those who have been here in the past when brett Favre has participated
participated in the celebrity foursome. Uh, he has typically had a football that he will throw into the crowd as they come up on one of the fairways, like 16, 17. Um, little interaction so with yeah, the fans. There's, there's been some fun with this celebrity foursome at the AmFam Championship. We had uh, Darius Rucker, I believe, had the guitar out singing a, a, a tune for the crowd a few years ago. Um, oh, yeah. I want to be with you. I, there's some fun that's going to take place this afternoon. <laughs> Hope the rain holds off. Cloudy skies right now yeah. on the west side of Madison. Hope the rain holds off because the celebrity foursome, as, as great as tomorrow will be with Championship Sunday, crowning a winner. It's been Jerry Kelly for like 18 years. We'll see if someone else can win this thing this year. We'll see if, if Stricker is in the running to try and win on his home course. As great as yesterday is, the opening day, as Tausch says, a Chamber of Commerce day, beautiful, gorgeous weather. As great as... Lady A and uh, Boys to Men were last night at Bree Stevens Field right. in downtown Madison at the concert celebration. This is a weekend-long event. To me, the celebrity foursome is the creme de la creme of the AmFam Championship weekend. When you get to see Brett Favre, Derek Jeter, Julie Inkster, Andy North all out on the course, and they're having fun. They're interacting with the fans. It's Saturday afternoon. You've already been here a few drinks in, enjoying your time. There's nothing better than the celebrity foursome at the AmFam Championship. Jesse Nelson going to have the time of his life watching his lifelong hero, Brett Favre, tee off uh, later this afternoon, about 1 o'clock when the celebrity foursome will begin. But the action well underway here from... University of Ridge Golf Course on the west side of Madison. Steve Flesh in first place right now. He's seven under par after one day, all by himself in the lead, but the two right behind him tied for second place. Colin Montgomery and Miguel Angel Jimenez, both six under. All three of those guys teeing off here just in minutes. We'll keep you updated throughout today on what's going on at the AmFam Championship, and we'll lead you right up until the celebrity foursome coming up later this afternoon. As I know that's the highlight of the weekend for Jesse Nelson. Mm -hmm. If you're heading over here, shoot us a text. Tell us what you're most looking forward to. 844-770-3776 is the First Midwest Bank talk and text line. First Midwest Bank, a division of Old National Bank. Well, speaking of Packers quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. We're at a golf course. This is a golf show, as it is called on the tee. Where is Aaron Rodgers on the golf course in terms of his career? We'll talk about that next. It's on the tee right here across ESPN Wisconsin. The opening segment was brought to you by Heartland Movement Center. Improve your golf game with a personalized approach from their experienced team. Learn more at heartlandmovementcenter.com. On the tee with Gabe and Steven continues next on 94.5 ESPN. Side. On to this day, but it went straight down the middle like they say. Feeling classy on a Saturday morning here on On the Tee. Alex Strofe, Jesse Nelson with you live from the American Family Insurance Championships at University Ridge Golf Course here on the west side of Madison. Fun event going on. The biggest party in southern Wisconsin going on this weekend is the American Family Insurance Championships. We're waiting on the celebrity foursome coming up later today. Brett Favre, Julie Inkster, Andy North, and the captain, Derek Jeter, all taking the golf course, pairing up. Against one another. Going to be a lot of fun, Jesse. My understanding is it's Andy North and Brett Favre versus Jeter and Inkster. What's the betting line on this? I think Jeter and Inkster. 
Inkster is, I think, going to be the best of the four. I, I agree. I think she is going to dominate this thing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too, Jesse. Right? Like, I I am under the impression Inkster is in uh, the the best shape currently for a golf course. So, uh, give give me Inkster and, and Jeter. But I I have a hard time believing you'd pick against Brett Favre. <sighs> that, oh, don't put me in this situation. <laughs> I. You know, Andy's got to know the course. Favre's, Favre's a, a wily old veteran of the AmFam celebrity foursome now. Maybe Favre's got one left in him today. Maybe. I, yeah, you know, I could be talked into Maybe. I could be talked into Andy and Brett getting it done. But I think Inkster's going to be a tough – she's going to be a tough out. Jeter, I, I don't know what his golf game is. Yeah, I don't either. But, I, you know, is, is baseball and golf compatible, right? Like Gabe Neitzel was a college baseball player, still holds a college record yeah. um, in, in Division Three. Yeah. Um, and he's a great golfer. Happy wedding day, Gabe. Happy wedding day, yeah. Gabe. Yep, we're going to be nice to you today. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so should we just not think, do a show then? Or I think baseball <laughs> and golf, it, it actually throws you off. I think so, too. That's from my experience, because I, I, I played both when I was younger. I'm bad at both, so. The baseball swing is a different swing than the golf swing, right. and if you're really concentrating on one to try and translate it over to the other, while it seems like it would be something easy to do, the form is different enough where I think you're going to have a tough time. So I don't know if Jeter's going to bring it here this afternoon or not, but good thing for him, he's got Inkster on his side to, to try and uh, you know make up for the lost time if he sends one off into the woods. Yeah, still time to get tickets and see that live in action this afternoon. 1 o'clock tea time for the Celebrity Foursome, and that's a rough estimate. But about 1 o'clock this afternoon is when those four tee off. Still time to get tickets and get your butt over here to University Ridge Golf Course in Madison. The American Family Insurance Championship going on once again this weekend. Jerry Kelly, the back-to-back defending champion. Tied for eighth place right now. He's four under through one hole. Right where they want him. He's got him right where they want him, old Jerry. (laughs) He hasn't lost this thing, like, in four years. I don't know how to talk to you about golf. (laughs) I just, I'm really struggling, right? Like, I don't know if that's true. Like, does he actually have them right where he wants them? Because I don't think that's accurate. I think he wants to be in first place. Ah, he's lurking. He's lurking. The shark doesn't want to be in front of the fish. The shark wants to be behind. And then, well, you know who's in first place? Flesh. Wow, the shark shark can smell flesh in the water. (laughs) Sure can. (laughs) Unbelievable. I teased it before the break. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna talk about something we know a little bit more than golf, and that would be Aaron Rodgers. Speak for yourself. Yeah, speak for yourself, right? Aaron Rodgers, uh, and no, it is not about Blue of Earth, his new alleged girlfriend, who uh, in the last twenty-four hours has denied the fact that she is a witch. So that is uh, that is good. I'm happy to hear Aaron Rodgers not dating a witch. Yeah, Uh, human being is my understanding. So happy for him. Um, it's, it's Blue of Earth, his new girlfriend. A lot of reaction from that this week here like, on these stations. Hermione was a witch, though. Like, you That's know, a good point. We all different degrees of witchcraft. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I certainly had a crush on Hermione. So that's a that's a fair point. Yeah, I shouldn't judge. I shouldn't judge Aaron, but she's not a witch. That's true. That's, at least that's what she says. Muggle, Muggle, <laughs> Blue of Earth. Yeah, we are at a golf course, Jesse. And you came up with the brilliant idea of if we are using a golf analogy to explain the rest of Aaron Rodgers' career, where on the course is Aaron Rodgers? Is he on the 18th? Is he on the 19th? Is he having a Coors Light in the uh, in the lounge, well, the viewing I'm, lounge? I'm pretty sure that's not the answer. Okay. 
because uh, that would mean he'd be retired, and we have clearly found out he is not retired this offseason. So is he on the green of the 18th? Is he is, well, that's he, is the, he teeing off on the 17th? Where is he, Jesse? That's the question. That's why I, I think it's a it's an interesting thing to think about if you're a Packers fan, where Aaron Rodgers is and how much of this round he has left. Personally, I think he's putting on 16 right now. I think Aaron Rodgers is putting on the 16th green. I think he is wrapping up the mid to late stages of the back nine, but he's still got two to go. The 18th feels like that's like, okay, let's get out of here. Like, you know, Brett Favre's 18th was that final year in Minnesota. But the 17th was the MVP-worthy season in Minnesota. When you think of... A, a number of other players, Peyton Manning as a good example. Like maybe putting on 16th was finishing his time in Indianapolis. The 17th, little par three, comes in strong, wins a Super Bowl, has record years in Denver, and then goes out on the 18th, and it's that awful year where Brock Osweiler plays half the games down the stretch. That's the 18th to me. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is on the 18th. I don't think this will be his final season. I think, you know, with this three-year, one-plus-two situation with this contract, I think he's got a couple left. And I think they're still, you know, coming off of two MVPs, still having an opportunity to lead an offense, be the focal point of the offense, and with an offense needing to rely heavily on him to improve its wide receiver core this year, I think he's still got a chance to shine here and put one close to the hole, teeing off on 17. Mm. So I'm going to say he's putting on 16. By the time we get into the season, he'll be on hole 17. And I think if you look at this championship window for the Green Bay Packers, two more years, probably it. Not sure this is the year they're going to get it done. If the Rams are as good as they're expected to be, if the 49ers progress, if they get the quarterback situation figured out. But next season would be you know, putting for par on 17, putting for birdie on 17. It's about as, what you, as best you could expect from Aaron Rodgers right now. Putting on 16, where I say he's at on the course. I like your optimism, right? You, you think at least two years left for Aaron Rodgers, and, and obviously I can't disagree with the point of him playing at such a high level, and I believe he can still do I, I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to be similarly to Tom Brady, right? No matter when he calls it quits, I still think he'll be able to operate at a high level. And that's something Aaron Rodgers talked about earlier this week in his, in his first media availability uh, there in minicamp. So... It's interesting, right? Because if, if the physical side and the game side doesn't decline to a, a total noticeable level, I struggle to believe Aaron Rodgers will want to walk away. Now, at, at this point, I do believe he's teeing off on 18, and he's tied for the lead. We do have the opportunity to go to a playoff. If he's over par, I think he's done. If he has a bad season. If he's under par, wins a Super Bowl. Wins the event, I think he's done. But... There is the ability for a tie, something that leaves a sour taste in your mouth and wants you coming back for more. If he loses in the NFC Championship game this year, I don't know that he's done. I think he's back. They win a Super Bowl, I think he might outweigh it and say, you know what, I might still be at the top of my game, but I'm okay walking away. We know how much he's contemplated retirement over the course of the last few years. So I think he is tied for the lead and teeing off on 18. Really? You think this so this has the potential to be it this year in your yeah. mind. 18 is the last hole. This could be his final hole if it comes down to it. Frankly, I believed last year could have been the 18th, right? And I think all the contemplation in the offseason proved that to be correct, right? I I don't think Aaron Rodgers and he said this himself is 
nervous to walk away. He, he's not nervous about what comes after football. I, I mean, I imagine his nerves go down quite a bit when he sees the deal that Tom Brady signed with Fox, right? Yeah. Because I think I Aaron Rodgers will have the opportunity to sign a contract like that as well. So uh, very interesting to, to see your responses rolling in right now on the first Midwest Bank text line, 844-770-3776. If Aaron Rodgers' career is on a golf course, where is he on the golf course? Jesse says he is putting. He's on the green of the 16th hole. I say he's teeing off on the 18th. What say you? 844-770-3776. Your way into the show today. That's the first Midwest Bank. Talking text line, first Midwest Bank, a division of Old National Bank. This is on the tee here on ESPN Wisconsin. No Gabe Neitzel, no Stephen Watson. They're uh, they're a little occupied. Gabe Neitzel getting married today. Congratulations to him. So they brought in the golf geniuses of ESPN Wisconsin. A little bit of an upgrade from those two fools. Alex Strofe, Jesse Nelson with you. Uh, the golf experts, yeah. self-proclaimed. That's us. Uh, of ESPN Wisconsin. Yep. I'm sure we'll be getting our own golf pro- program as well uh, sometime in the near future after we blow this one out of the water. You know, the sad thing is I'm actually a pretty good golfer. I can't say the same about you. I, I don't think you are. <laughs> What? <laughs> I, I, look, you're fine, Jesse. You're a fine golfer. You've never golfer. been on a golf course with me. Then how do you know how I am? Uh, I saw you at uh, X Golf in Madison a couple of months ago. We want to talk about that? Yeah, so uh, for those of you out of the loop here, uh, X Golf are a great partner both in Milwaukee and, and, and here in Madison. Uh, we do some outings with them, right? Some remote broadcasts every once in a while, especially with the show I work on, uh, Rutledge and Hamilton. And uh, me and Jesse were there for a show. We stayed after the show, had a few Coors Lights. We were golfing. We were having a nice time on the simulator. And um, I just lost control. The ball that I swung on went in between my legs and behind me Mm. and uh, hit a table, the post of a table, which was about, ah, give or take an inch and a half away from somebody's leg. And I almost took a guy's leg clean off. Uh, I remember it being more near the face, uh, going near the top of the I don't think that's accurate, but I appreciate it. Perhaps the story has changed over time, but um, regardless, one way or another, uh, you almost almost seriously injured a man. I I did. At a a golf simulator. Like, you missed the simulator. You, You start in the simulator. You know how hard it is to not hit the ball, like remotely straight into the simulator? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not that difficult. And I did it successfully many times. You hit the, it backwards. But the one I did unsuccessfully is the one I, that, that everybody remembers, especially the man who I terrified. Uh, he may have needed a clean pair of drawers after that happening. It is easier to accidentally, because of the wind-up, throw a bowling ball backwards at a bowling alley than it is for you to hit a ball backwards no, I, I, in a golf simulator. To this day, I have no idea how that happens. So uh, don't take me out on the course. That's my advice for you uh, today. We're live at the American Family Insurance Championship in Madison. Steve Flesh, seven under after through one hole today. But Miguel Angel Jimenez goes one under on his first hole. He's tied it up. Seven under to tie Steve Flesh for the lead right now. Each of them just through one hole here in round number two. The back-to-back defending champion of the American Family Insurance Championship is Jerry Kelly. He's through two holes today. Tied for ninth place with a lot of people for four under. Currently, like I said, just two holes through for him this morning. Uh, that's Jerry Kelly, the back-to-back defending champion. And the host, Steve Stricker, tied for 26th overall right now. He's two under par. Uh, through nine holes today, halfway done with his second round. 
two under tied for 26th place. We'll keep you updated throughout today as the action continues to roll on, and we're leading up to the celebrity foursome coming up later this afternoon. Brett Favre, the uh, maybe one of the biggest names, but Derek Jeter, Andy North, Julie Inkster, also in said celebrity foursome. He's Jesse Nelson. I'm Alex Strofe. This is On the Tee on ESPN Wisconsin. We're talking a little Aaron Rodgers this morning. If his career arc was placed on a golf course, where would he be? Jesse says he's on the green of hole 16. I say he's teeing off on hole 18, tied for the lead with the potential of overtime. Tied for the lead. Love that. A lot of asterisks going on there with mine. Uh-huh. We would love to hear what you think. Where's Aaron Rodgers in his career if you place it on a golf course? 844-770-3776. I think we're going to play a game next. I don't really know. We're just having fun. On the tee off the rails continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. When it's all about the drive on On the Tee is brought to you by Ewald. Maybe the best guitar solo of all time. Uh, what do you think of when you hear this song? What do I think of? Yeah. Nothing in particular. Um, Kingsman. You ever see that movie? You have I'm not a movie guy. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that ain't going to work for us. On the T continues live from the American Family Insurance Championships in Madison. Alex Shrove. Jesse Nelson, your cousin subs of the day today. Cousin subs, we believe in better. We're talking Aaron Rodgers this morning. If he placed his career trajectory onto a golf course, where is he right now? Jesse says he is putting on the sixth. Green. I say it. It's funny every time I say it. He's teeing off on the 18th hole, tied for the lead, for with the, the lead. potential of a playoff who's, on the horizon. Who's he tied with? If he's tied for the lead, who's he tied with? He's not tied with Brady. He's tied with Brady. Brady's he's, in a different. He's tied with the Los Angeles Rams. He's tied, tied with Sean McVay. Tied, tied with, with Ky- Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance, the duo. Tied with Stafford for the lead. Yeah, he's tied with Stafford. That's irritating. It is irritating, but let's remember Matthew Stafford. Reigning Super Bowl champion. Really weird still, right? Like, for yeah. a guy we saw so long with the Detroit Lions, and, and not him personally, but his team struggle, for him to be a Super Bowl champion more recently than Aaron Rodgers is uh, a little frustrating, the fact that they're, uh, they're tied with one ring each now. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been back to the Super Bowl in 11 years. <sighs> Woof. Woof. <laughs> It gets sadder every time you think of it. Like when it used to be like he hasn't been there in seven years, hasn't been there in eight years. Yeah. You're like, okay, that doesn't seem as bad. There's certain numbers that make it feel bad. When you go even a decade, it's like you don't that doesn't resonate mentally with you as much as eleven years. Yeah. There are Dang. there are middle schoolers in the state of Wisconsin that have never seen the Packers win a Super Bowl or be in a Super Bowl. Yep. Which is a really weird thought as well. Mm-hmm. You can be a double digit age and have never seen a Packers Super Bowl. Odd thought. Anyway, uh, it's time to play a game now. Jesse, uh, what are we calling this? Uh, this one is That's a Gimme. So Hunter Vaughn, our producer back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, has catered a couple questions. He is going to throw to Jesse and I and ask if that's a gimme. And we will say, that's a gimme or that's not. Uh, gimme. Hunter, my understanding is you and Jesse, the, the masterminds and geniuses behind this game, have uh, come up with some special music. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, Jesse was right on top of it this morning when I came in and was already getting this music ready to go like the hard worker that he is. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, pretty good, Jesse. Yeah, I spent all morning, all morning getting this ready. So we're going to start off with, is it a gimme? Since Derek Jeter is going to be a part of the celebrity foursome, I thought we'd talk a little bit of baseball. And the Milwaukee Brewers are going to make a trade for someone who can actually hit before <laughs> the trade deadline. That's a gimme. Yep. Kerplunk, that one. We're counting that one. There's no doubt. This t- we knew coming into this year, as and look, I'm a big Brewers fan. This team has sucked the last seven it's been games. Really rough. Craig Council, we got to get him this record. He's got to tie Phil Garner. We can't get him to tie Phil Garner for the managerial all-time uh, franchise wins lead because they can't win a game in a week and a half. So we knew coming into the season that offense was going to be the sticky part of the Brewers. The pitching was going to be there. Burns, Woodruff. And the whole crew, Hader holding it down, even though he blew in the other day, like still unbelievable start to the year. Yeah, true that. We knew pitching would get the job done, but just like in the playoffs last year, you got to be able to hit the ball. Got to drive runners in with scoring position. They haven't shown that at all, and they haven't shown it with the pieces in place. Yelich is not who we all know and want Christian Yelich to be. He's a new Yelich, and he's not a good Yelich. We need to get the Brewers to, to come up with a big trade here. It doesn't have to be, you know, in David Stearns, I trust still. This guy's a genius as a GM. Yep, yep. It doesn't have to be the best guy on the trade market. It doesn't have to be someone that you're going to give up half the farm system to acquire on July 31st for a two-month rental and hopefully a playoff run. It can be somebody that comes in that just fills a void, whether that's in the outfield, as a DH, at first base, whatever it is. There's got to be somebody that David Stearns has an eye on from from a team that's not contending that you can give up a little and even if it's just for a couple of months, you can get a lot without having to mortgage a ton of the future. That's what he's been so good at for the last six years as the GM, and that's what I'm hoping he does here this season. But it's a gimme. They can't ride into the playoffs with this offense being what it is. Yeah, the offensive identity doesn't exist. There is no identity, right? Because you can't really get anything going. That's been the case all season long for the crew, but as you mentioned, Jesse, right? Behind those arms, you found a way to win, and you found a way to, at least initially, Set yourself up really nice in a not-so-good division. You built that cushion for yourself, and luckily it's holding true right now. You're still right there in the race for the NL Central. But, you know, it's common in football or basketball. We say, yeah, the last time this team won was last week. That's not something good when you say that when baseball, right? The last time the Brewers won was over a week ago. That's not good. They've lost seven in a row. They lose again last night. And as you mentioned, uh, Jesse, Craig Council has been a game behind Phil Garner for a week and a half. A little behind the scenes here. A little behind the scenes here. Right? Here at ESPN. We uh, we make some nice graphics every once in a while. Oh, yeah. And, I love and, our graphics. Yeah, and we, yeah. we post them. We've got a great graphic design team. And we post them on our social media accounts, and big things happen. Last week, Thursday, we had inquired about a Craig Council breaks the record graphic. Since the day that graphic was created, which was the Brewers' off day last Thursday, <laughs> Brewers haven't won a game. He hasn't even been able to tie the record, let alone break it. And uh, I believe we've jinxed him, Jesse. I believe this is our fault. I, I, I think I'm ready to claim some responsibility. Now, to address the question, that is a gimme. They will trade David Stearns, one of the best general managers. Actually, I don't even know that that's the actual title, but uh, one of the president best. of baseball operations. Yes. He's the GM. He's the GM. Um, and he has been so impressive during his tenure, right? Every move he's made just about has been a thumbs up. And it has helped 
whether that's in the short term or the long term, David Stearns always finds a way to get this team uh, in a better position than they were prior to a move. So yes, I think by the deadline they will acquire some sort of offensive firepower, no matter what that is. Uh, Christian Yelich has been terribly frustrating this year. Uh, he is making so much money, and ever since he signed that contract, it's just not been the same Christian Yelich. So I don't know what it takes to get a guy going, but Christian Yelich has acknowledged his slump that has now lasted about a year and a half. Uh, ben Ruff, I hope he can figure it out come October because the Brewers are going to make the playoffs, Jesse. I have a terrible – I think people will get fired if the Brewers don't make the playoffs with the arms they have in place. Yeah, they're right? making the playoffs. Yeah. The division stinks. Cardinals aren't that good. They're making the playoffs. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, if you're there, if you're in the dance, all you got to do is piece together. And that's the fun part about baseball especially, right? Like you can just piece together a nice little roll. So, uh, yeah, it's a gimme. What's next? Next, we're going to stay in the good land with the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> and Brooke Lopez will be playing somewhere else this season other than Milwaukee. Uh, is it a gimme? Not a gimme. Uh, I, I still think... Uh, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, right? Those are guys that are going to find a way to be back with Milwaukee. They found their identity. Look, uh, with Brooke Lopez, I can't think of very many other situations in which he'll have the opportunity that he does in Milwaukee because I don't want to call him a star, but he's the precipice of a star. He has to play a significant role both offensively and defensively for the Bucks. I think it's the best situation for him in the NBA at this point in his career. The Bucks had their fair share of problems in the postseason series against the Celtics and a fair share of concerns, I think, you can look at for years to come with what the Eastern Conference looks like. Brooke Lopez is not one of them. Brooke Lopez makes sense in Milwaukee. Brooke Lopez, I think, will come back to Milwaukee. I think he enjoys his time in Milwaukee. I think he knows playing alongside Giannis and, and Middleton when healthy is a good fit for him in his career. And the big man just doesn't carry the same value with other teams as it does in Budenholzer's system and for what he's proven to be in Milwaukee alongside Giannis. So because of the style of the team, with Giannis locked in as the guy... I say that is not a gimme that uh, Brooke Lopez will. Wait a minute. Was this a double negative now? <laughs> that he won't be. It's a gimme that Brooke Lopez will be back with the Milwaukee. So Bucks. not a gimme. Not a gimme that he won't be back <laughs> with the Bucks. You talked yourself into a contradiction there, Justin. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Uh, last one, Hunter. Yeah, we're going to stick with the golfing theme of today's go. show. And Aaron Rodgers will be playing golf next offseason before Devontae Adams. Is it a gimme? Ooh. Aaron Rodgers will be playing golf. Oh, I see the question. I understand the question. Yeah. Uh, that is not a gimme, Hunter. Uh -huh. That is not a gimme. Um, Good I question. I believe that the Packers uh, will be around longer, right? Like, the Raiders are good, and that the, but that division's really good. It's really stinking good, the AFC West. So I don't know that they even sneak in like they did this year. Um, I, I will go that's not a gimme. I think the Packers are around longer than the Raiders. Um, yeah, so the difference here is the division. The Packers are going to get a home game and might be the number one seed, even if they're not actually the best team in the NFC next year because of their division and because of what that schedule is. The Raiders are in the best division in football. The AFC West, all four teams you can make a case could finish first or could finish last. The Packers aren't finishing anything below first in the NFC North Correct. in 2022. Correct. For that reason alone, the Packers might have a bye. Even if they don't truly deserve it, they might have a bye before the Raiders 
have a chance to even win one game in the playoffs. So it's, it, it's not a gimme that uh, Rodgers will be playing golf. Devontae Adams could be playing golf before Aaron Rodgers next That's year. Absolutely a fact. We'll take a quick break. It looks like Andy North may join us next. So we'll take yeah, a quick break. We'll talk to the legend himself. To oh, boy. <laughs> one step closer to Farm. That's what you're going to say in front of Andy North? Are you kidding me? It's on the tee here on ESPN Wisconsin. <laughs> this is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. All right. On the tee, rolling on, live from the American Family Insurance Championships here at University Ridge in Madison. Alex Strope, Jesse Nelson hanging out with you until noon today as we continue here at the American Family Insurance Championships. Still a tie for first place. Steve Flesh and Miguel Angel Jimenez, 7-under, right now tied Miguel for first Angel Angel Jimenez. A- Angel. Well, see, that, 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 I, I told you, go. I'm a golf this guy. This is the worst possible crew they could have sent out I, I here t- to be <laughs> I think I was the last choice. I think I was the last choice, which makes a whole lot of sense that we bring in Two-time U.S. Open champion and golf analyst with ESPN, our friend Andy North with us now. Uh, Of course, part of the Celebrity Foursome taking place later this afternoon. Andy, appreciate the time. How are you, my friend? Thanks. Well, someone's got to save this program. Yes, it's up to you. That's the key. No, it's it's great to be here. Thank you guys for coming out here. Tausch and Jason were here yesterday. That's really great. Um, Makes it special. It's a fantastic week. You know, what AmFam has done in the community, and not just the golf tournament, in the community is amazing. And Steve and and his his foundation, it's been a, a really, really a big deal. So uh, it's nice to get the guys in here. Hopefully we can get a couple of decent days of weather here to finish up the week. The play is fantastic. Uh, you know, this is these are the best there, there are in the world at 15 over, and it's... Uh, you go out and watch them play, and it's they still can really play. So it's 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 fun to have guys in town, and it's fun for people to get a chance to to watch really great players still play great golf. We've talked for months about how the AmFam Championship is a weekend long event. The concert last night at Bree Stevens Field, of course. Your participation in the Celebrity Foursome this afternoon, I think that's the most fun part of the weekend on Saturday afternoon when everyone, all the fans that are here get to watch you guys compete in this competition this afternoon. Does it ever, like, this Saturday when you wake up, like yesterday, Jason and Tausch say it's one of their favorite days of the year. Is this one of your favorite days to be part of the Celebrity Foursome as you have been for many years? It really is. It's it's great uh, to see the people who have been out here supporting that over the years. I mean, Teen off on 10 the first year with Steve and Farvey and Tausch. There are so many people, it was a joke, and it's been that way with Nicholas and Trevino and, you know, all the guys. And this year with Julie Inkster, it, it's, she's special. She's a Hall of Famer. She's an amazing player, and she can still really play. So she'll probably kick our butts today. So, uh, But, yeah, it's a fun day. It's, it's fun to see people enjoy getting to watch, you know, friends of yours and heroes and uh, hopefully a, a decent shot here or there but that's not really what it's all about it's right. just getting out there and getting to see see these guys up close and personal totally andy north with us here on on the tee and for those that aren't in the know andy what makes this so special the american family insurance championship in comparison to maybe something else on, on well i think tour? if you look at at the tournaments the players seem to like the best they're all tournaments that an ex-player or a current player are involved in because they know the player knows what he wants to do here. He knows uh, what 
we want how you want to take care of the guys kind of stuff that you want to do uh you're going to make sure you're playing on a golf course that's in good condition and it's you know it's fun to play so i think that's a big part of it and and the fact that when you've got a great sponsor like amfam you're able to do some things a lot of the other places can't do so is this you and Favre are the team this afternoon? That is, as long as he has me. Every other year he's been on the other side. So it'll be nice to have him not have to give him grief all day long. So, I mean, you know him as a competitor then in this thing. What's he going to be like as a teammate? What's well, the strategy today? Favre can really play. He just doesn't play very much anymore. Um, he's still a physical specimen. He hit it a mile. If he can drive the ball decently today, we've got a good chance um, – I can't hit it at all right now, so it'll be just faking it. <laughs> Body's not working at all, uh, but that's a whole other story. But if if Harvey can hit it halfway decent off the tee, we'll be we'll be tough to beat today. So what's the scouting report look like, right? As as Tausch has uh, dubbed her the Inkster, we know how good she is. A lot of She's tape really on her. Good. But what's Jeter's golf game like? Do we know? Well, you know, he played. He's played here a couple of times. Uh, Derek really just started playing a few years ago when he got out of baseball, and. You know, he's got great high eye-hand coordination. He's a terrific athlete. He doesn't want to play poorly. Trust me, he competes <laughs> like crazy. Uh, I think it was with Trevino, he had some terrific shots. You know, one might go off the earth once in a while, but he, he's <laughs> talented, and he's going to hit some good shots. So uh, the key is if he doesn't mess up Julie. You know, the key right. is let her keep doing her thing. So we'll see. Uh, we want to ask you our poll question that we've been asking fans to chime in on today. So uh, if Aaron Rodgers' career is an 18-hole round of golf, I say he's putting on 16. Strobe says he's teeing off on 18, tied for the lead. Yeah, potentially really a playoff. I quite understand that caveat to it. But uh, what would you say? You're, you're, you're well, tight with Rodgers. Where do you a, think he's As at? a fan, you're hoping he's playing 15 or 16. Right. So he's got you know a couple more good years left at least. Uh, I think it all depends on... You know, what's going on in his head? Does he want to keep playing? You know, the the grind of what you do there year after year after year, uh, the mental strain that he has extra than the other players being the the quarterback and dealing with a lot of other stuff that other guys don't have to deal with. I think if – and if you ask Brett this, Brett would still be playing if he didn't have to practice and do all the other stuff. If you just go play game day, guys would play forever. But it's all the other stuff you have to do and the the working out and the rehab and playing with pain and, you know, watching film until you can't stand watching film anymore. That stuff gets old after 20 years. And, you know, Aaron has talked about that a little bit. Brett used to talk about it a lot. But, boy, if they could just go out on Sunday and go, go after it, yeah, that was perfect. I mean, I, I think in a sick way, Aaron sort of enjoyed last fall when he got hurt that he didn't have to do a lot of the practice stuff that you normally have to and he just teed it up on Sundays and played great but to your point Andy right like how much is he benefiting from something he's done for 20 years is there is there actually a, you know a huge benefit for him to do the to do the OTAs and the mini camps or or not really in your opinion well i think the the most important thing is that you want him ready to go August 1 or July, whenever they show yeah, right. up, July 25th or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, you want him rested. You want him mentally fresh. And I think that's the thing that the fans don't understand is that when you've gone through a grueling season, you have to get away from it completely. And Aaron needed this time 
to get away and do some other things he wanted to do and clear his head and and get fired up to get coming back. If you're not 100% ready to go mentally when you come back in late July, you're not going to be where you need to be. And I think it's important for him to do that. And if, if it helps him get to that point not doing the OTAs, you know, that's that's what it is. You're mentally prepared for the celebrity foursome this afternoon, right? Oh, I'm deep into this. I'm, yeah. I'm really is, ready, yeah. Is it, uh, I got a bunch more Advil I got to take. <laughs> is, is it poor form? Because I'm looking to go I'm looking to go chat it up a little bit with my guy Favre. You got some guys afternoon. in Vegas? Yeah, I got, you know, I got this guy. I go, I go talk to Favre. <laughs> If uh, if he's if he's working on the driving range, getting ready. Well, he for said he thing. was going to try to get here early and hit some balls, so that's a good sign. Okay, so is it? It kosher? all depends if he's been practicing at all. Is it inappropriate for me to approach him on the driving range and just say, "Hey, Brett, how's it going?" <laughs> like we're, we're ten feet from where you guys are going to be warming up uh, here. Yeah, I don't know. I think you'd probably get him before he got there. It'd be good if he's if you're going to get him oh. to sign all your garbage that, that you want. <laughs> there to sign. it is. Because I know you've got a whole box of garbage for him to sign. <laughs> I do. The Vikings jersey, non, the Jets teams, jersey. Non-teams. Unfortunately, left them at mom and dad's house, so oh, I don't nice. even have them with me today. But. Oh, so, so you're trying to get him to go back there with you? Yeah, I'll, I'll get him to sign my uh, my Steve Stricker uh, Challenge AmFam Championship. There you go. That's good. That. That'll work. I love it. So, well, Andy, we'll be cheering for thanks, you this afternoon. It. Really appreciate the time, thank and you. good luck. Hopefully you can stay dry, right? Well, that's the big part, and hopefully we have some fun, and thank you guys for coming out here and doing this. Our pleasure. pleasure. A pleasure to be here. The great Andy North, two-time thanks. U.S. Open champion golf analyst with the S with us here on On the Tee. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll continue the discussion around Aaron Rodgers. This is On the Tee on ESPN Wisconsin. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. Which is proceeded. Four, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the six o'clock pairing. On the Tee from River West, please welcome Gabe Neitzel. Also on the tee, from the third ward, this is Stephen Watson. It's Monday evening, and you're on the tee, presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Now to take you around the course, broadcasting live from University Ridge Golf Course at the AmFam Championship. Alongside Stephen Watson, here's Gabe Neitzel. Indeed, live from the American Family Insurance Championship in Madison at University Ridge. However, we are not Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson, and it is not Monday evening, but close enough. Alex Drove, Jesse Nelson with you. Big thanks again to Andy North, Madison legend, two-time U.S. Open champion, ESPN golf analyst for joining us last segment. I'm convinced they're going to win now. Andy, you've sand, got, he's locked in. Sandbagging Andy there, saying, oh, I'm, I can't hit the ball anymore. <laughs> Favre's going to have to put some drives out there. They're winning this I thing. Think you're Andy's right. got this quiet confidence. Those two have never been partners in this thing before. This is the first time those two, that the super team is united. Team Wisconsin, Andy North, Brett Favre, they're taking down Inkster and Jeter. Inkster's good. Look, it's like the Avengers taking down Thanos. It's going to be a oh, team effort here. It's going to be a team effort, but they got this. Team Andy North, Team Brett Favre, let's go. Celebrity Force them 1 o'clock. 
One o'clock this afternoon. Still time to get tickets and to get here. University of Ridge in Madison for that. Uh, as, as Jesse said, they tee off about one o'clock is the rough estimation for that this afternoon. Going to be a lot of fun. Rain, rain, go away. Cloudy overcast here in Madison. Uh, and uh, Andy North was showing us the uh, the, the radar off off the air. Uh, not looking too pretty. So hopefully that can uh, that can go away. You're going to want to be here at one o'clock when that uh, celebrity <laughs> foursome starts. True that. I'm not sure it's going to be hit and done at three thirty. Depending on what the radar looks like, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody brought their umbrellas uh, this afternoon. But hopefully, the weather can uh, can stay clear. We're okay with the clouds; we just don't want the rain. But nonetheless, a lot of fun and a big thanks again to Andy North for joining us just a bit ago. So, Jesse, let's continue our conversation around Aaron Rodgers because uh, a lot going on with him. Obviously, returns just for the three day mini camp this past week. Uh, which, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, did that cap off with a paintball tournament? I don't know what the actual team activity was. So if you've heard paintball, uh, That's what I heard. then it might have been paintball. Uh, I was wondering if it would be bowling or if it would be uh, mini golf. I think they've done all those things in years past. So paintball seems like one that, you know, there could be some potential injury to come. Yeah, from I don't like that. These guys, you tear an ACL dodging away from a few guys. You know, it's not often I give the Chicago Bears credit. So sit down, strap in, here we go. I'm not sure you've ever given the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly! I have yeah. either. Ah. Nonetheless, their team bonding activity on Wednesday was crushing beers at the Chicago Cubs game. They made, like, a, a cup snake. They made a tower with their empty beer cups. That is fun. That's a lot more fun than paintballing. As a guy who, within the last two months, has gone paintballing, I can say I'd rather be crushing beers at Wrigley Field than going paintballing. Well, I mean, you're also not a paintball guy. I want to Who's know- a paintball guy on the Green Bay Packers? Uh, like, if Jared Aberderis was still around, I might peg him for a, a paintball Abby guy. Abby could be a paintball guy. Yeah. Maybe, uh, like, Tyler Davis. Schmitty? Smitty, very oh, okay. different than Schmitty, who I helped move last night. Oh, tier you did. Two, tier two, Schmitty. Yeah, um, got stuff calling him. That. Four hours, gave him a whole four hours last night. By Good the way, for you for the follow up on our conversation from this week on Wildey and Taos, which you can find on Wisconsin On Demand, where I teared my friends and was chastised for it. Well, you weren't chastised for tearing your friends, which you should be. But uh, that, that's not why you were chastised. So to set this up for anybody that may have missed it earlier this week, Smitty is a friend of Jesse's who moved, I believe, from Chicago to Madison. Chicago. He's a paintball guy, by the way. Big paintball uh, right. guy. Not, not, not applicable right now. Yeah. Um, so he moved, and he asked Jesse for his help. And Jesse posed to Jason Wilde and Mark Tauscher, of course, the hosts of Wilde and Tauscher, mm-hmm. you know, would it be in poor taste if I only gave this guy 90 minutes? We later learned that Jesse tiered this man as a tier two friend. Tier two. But. Good friend. Good friend because why? I, I, in fact, maybe not even a good friend. Maybe not even a good man. You were, um, if I'm not mistaken, his. I was his best man. In his wedding. his wedding. Yes. And, and you, was... were not, you were not a best man. You no. were a singular, only one I, best yep. man. I was the best man for Schmidty's wedding. Yeah. So you're. Uh, yeah. So you You told the public world. Yeah. That somebody that views you as their best friend in the entire world. Yep. You can't even give them more than ninety minutes. What else do you have to do? I need to get ready for mentally, physically, spiritually prepared to meet Brett Favre this morning. I still don't think you're going to meet Brett Favre. Oh, I beg to differ. We're at the Celebrity Foursome. We're celebrities at the Celebrity Foursome. We're not celebrities. Well, we're not in the foursome, but we're celebrities. Oh, wait, no, 
Yeah. <laughs> if you if you view your you, his shoulders yeah, for Farvey. Yeah, yeah, Andy North was just here. He's our guy. Huh? Come on over, Farv. <laughs> he might be listening right now on his drive over. Yeah, I bet he is. Hey, Brett. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, Jesse, we're, uh, we're, in the, uh, we're in the garage door furthest down <laughs> uh, by the driving range. You'll be able to hear Strove. He's plenty loud. Uh, just follow the voice, and uh, yeah, we're here. Come on over. I got some uh, pictures to take with you. What's more annoying, Hunter or Vaughn, who's in the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios? The fact that Jesse tears his friends or the fact that he thinks he's a celebrity? Which one is more annoying, Hunter? I think the celebrity one now. The tearing oh, friends, sure I can understand. But the Everyone tears their awful. friends. Yeah, everyone Everybody tears does their not friends. tear their no, friends. You just don't know that you tear your friends. Everybody does tear your friends. That's, that's not How do you make a wedding list? How do you make a list for uh, who you want to hang out with for a given weekend? If you're going on a road trip, who are you going to invite? Everyone tears their friends. You just don't want to admit it. Tier one, tier two, tier three, all the way down to tier five. You tier your friends. You just don't want to say it, and that's okay. Someday, you won't be as chicken. You'll be able to say publicly, yeah, I tier my friends. I, I will never. I will, I've never sat down like with my pen and paper and said, "All right, here's tier one. This is where uh, this is where Tyler goes. Yep, this is yep. where Jordan goes. Yep. Um, and then tier two, here's where here's where Jim goes, and yep. here's where Colin goes. And then tier three, here's where Ryan goes. Here's yep. where Molly. Mm-hmm. Like if he, that's sociopathic behavior. No, it's not. It's yes, realistic it is. behavior. Is no, what it, is. it is sociopathic Don't, behavior. You'll have mental clarity. If you just come to the truth with yourself that you tear your friends. If, if the guy who made you his best man in his wedding mm-hmm. heard he was a tier two friend of yours, yeah. how would he react? Ooh, uh, he might be bummed. He might be bummed. But you know what? I could hear that I'm not as high on a tier for someone else. And I'd be, you know, if, if you're ever not tier one, you're going to be bummed. But that's part of realizing who you are. It's okay that Daniel does no. not view me as a tier one friend. Because you know what? I don't view Daniel as a tier one friend. Okay, but what happens, two. Jesse? Who, uh, give me just a random name of one of your tier one friends. All right, Dave. Let's say Dave doesn't have you as a tier one friend. Yeah. How would that make you feel? That's okay. You're tier three. Yeah. The, the Brewers view the Chicago Cubs as their biggest rival. The Chicago Cubs do not view the Brewers as their biggest rival. Tier one rival for the Brewers, Cubs. <laughs> tier one rival for the Cubs, Cardinals. Right. It, not all relationships are equal going and, and giving and taking. Well, that's called a bad relationship is what that's called. <laughs> that's called a bad relationship. Who's the Detroit Lions' biggest rival? They don't have one because they stink. They, are not, okay. they haven't earned a rival. That's Fair. a bad question. The Minnesota Vikings' biggest rival is probably the Packers. Green Bay Packers. Who's the Chicago Bears' biggest rival? The Green Bay Packers. Who's the Green Bay Packers' biggest rival? Uh, historically, the Bears, recently the Vikings. Okay. Well, then, situationally, your friendships can change also, depending on where you live, how that, often you're able that, to that's see. That's not my point. Kids yes, come yeah. into play. There's so, all kinds of stuff that goes w- into Would this. he have been, okay, when were you his best man? Uh, four years ago. I think it was four years ago. Four years ago, would he have been considered a tier one friend? Uh, he would have been up there, close. Would have been marginal, but probably in, yeah. Okay, well, then I guess maybe I can yeah. get with it. He, he just moved to Madison. Did you have a falling out? He now moves. He lives 15 minutes from me. Maybe we're going to see him. Maybe he's going to move back up now into the tiers. Oh. Maybe back up to tier one in a few months. You never know. All right, not breaking news. Jesse Nelson is a loser. Tied for first place right wow. now at the American Family Insurance Championship are Kirk Triplett, Steve Flesh, 
and Colin Montgomery, all seven under uh, through various parts of their second round here on Saturday oh, morning, but a, a three-way tie atop the leaderboard. Jerry Kelly tied for 18th. He's four under, three back of the lead, but he's tied for 18th. Still got some time. Steve Stricker, though, tied for 33rd right now. Two under par through 12 holes here in oh. round number two for the host and hometown kid Str Steve Stricker. Uh, that is where he stands right now. Full leaderboard available at PGATour.com, and we'll continue to keep you updated as we're with you until 12 o'clock here this morning on ESPN Wisconsin. He's Jesse Nelson. I'm Alex Strofe. This is On the Tee in the Rough. Off the rails. Off the rails. Yeah. It sure has been. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, I got it. I got it. I got a good one coming up. All right, you got the tease. Take, take us to All break. Right. We are going to circle back to our poll question as Brett Favre is expected to arrive in the next 15 minutes or so. If you had the opportunity to approach Brett Favre at University Ridge today, what is your 30-second interaction going to be with him? Strophy and I and Hunter will all share our thoughts on that next as On the Tee continues live from the University Ridge Golf Course and the AmFam Championship. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. The countdown to the big gig. Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. From the AmFam Championships in Madison, Alex Strope, Jesse Nelson, hanging out with you as uh, we are the two resident golf experts on this very program. This could be the segment where I throw the headset off and bolt. If Brett Favre is scheduled to be here in the next 10 to 12 minutes, they got a big press conference coming up not far from where we are. He'll be hitting the driving range, getting ready for the celebrity foursome that tees off at one. Uh, this might be the segment, Strophy, where I might just leave you hanging at some point and say, see ya, gotta uh, go see my guy. I completely understand. I'll filibuster as you, uh, as you go track down your hero. You know what they do say, though, Jesse? Never meet your heroes. Oh, I've already met him before. I was I was young. He was signing autographs at a training camp one day. Yeah, okay. But that was my chance to meet him. And I've talked to him on the phone for Wildey and Tao. Yeah, but the last time you talked to him. I, I think we're pretty tight. I think me and Farby got a little thing going. And I, th I think he'll know exactly who I am. I, I think, think so, too. That I agree with. <laughs> but I think he's going to be like, get this weirdo away from me. Um, it, so this is always a, a careful art. And it doesn't just have to do with Brett Favre or celebrities, but this could be when you're meeting, you know, the the person you're interested at the in at the party, or uh, you know, any any person of prominence. When you really like, your goal for the day is to go see that person. How quickly do you approach? How long do you like linger and lurk, waiting for your opportunity to talk to that person? Because like, if I see Favre walk up and he's doing the media conference and then he's going to the driving range, do I go like stand by the? Say the show is over, do I stand by the driving range for like twenty minutes, waiting for him to get all warmed up, and then just as he's walking off, go, "Hey, Brett, hey, 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 hi there." Yeah. Hey. 
Jesse Nelson, move the entire house. How are you doing? Or it's so uncomfortable. Right. Why but, do you talk like that? No, I mean, I mean, did you? You're telling me you went to college. I did. That's true. You never went to a house party, and you were like, ah, I'd, I'd really like to strike up a conversation with that person over there. And you just kind of hang out for a little bit, and like, yeah, you're talking to your other friends, but you got you're like no. one eye open, like, oh, I gotta try and find the right opportunity to just kind of jump over at the chance. Uh, so, like, I guess the most applicable situation that could be, you know, compared here is when I met my girlfriend, right? Like, one eye open, had to go introduce myself. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I, it wasn't all weird. Hey, 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 how you doing? How you doing? It's, well, Hi, I'm Alex. Great to meet you. What's yeah, your name? But yeah. you're waiting for that opportunity. You've sure, got I understand a, where you're headed. You've got the opening line plan. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to say if, uh, realistically, you know, we're having some fun here. Yeah. Do I want to see Brett Favre walk right in front of us 20 feet away and I'm going to go jump up and say, hey, Brett? Yeah, I do. I do want to do that. Okay, I understand. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I don't know what I'm actually going to say if Brett Favre comes walking over here today. Do like I, I don't know what my opening line is. I think in most cases you have so, the opening line ready to go if you're going to meet somebody right. that you're super excited to talk to. Let, let me pose it this way then, because you know, like you mentioned, you've you've talked to him on the phone a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think you know becoming you know through this this line of work you become I don't want to say numb, but but the the superstardom the the star factor it gets brought down a little bit, right? Like the nerves get brought down. It depends. So you still get very nervous meeting people? I get nervous calling Favre, for sure. Yeah, people, yeah. Chucky Woodson? I get him. Yeah, important people, yeah. Frank Caliendo, most nervous I was ever calling anybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Is it because you're you're an impressionist yourself? Uh, I just really like Frank Caliendo. You, can you do a Frank Caliendo? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, I kind of look like Frank Caliendo. Yeah, a little I think, bit, a little so. bit, a little yeah, bit. <laughs> that's the best I could probably do with Frank Caliendo. Um <laughs> No, there's certain people, I, and it's more like um, when I met my in-laws for the first time, I was nervous for that introduction, even though you know I'm a people person. I, I'm, not, I'm comfortable talking with people, right. but there's nerves when you're hyping up in your mind, what is this interaction going to be like? Hunter, Hunter Vaughn is in the, the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios in the AmFam Spark building on East Washington Avenue. Hunter, uh, if you had the opportunity today, where you're out here with us, let's say, or maybe, you know, Favre and Jeter and Inkster and all of them get done with the outing, and they decide they just want to come tour the AmFam Spark building. You happen to be there when they're walking through. You unexpectedly have the opportunity to talk for 30 seconds with one of the greatest Packers quarterbacks of all time, Brett Favre. What is your opening line? Like, what is that interaction like for you? I mean, I'm going to have to just go right at him and just ask him how the turf felt with those seven consecutive losses to the Cowboys. And all those sacks oh, he took. Cowboys fan. Yeah. Oh, so I've got to try and troll him. Uh, you okay, do so not have the stones to say that to Brett Favre. I would face. say that. Do to not Brett act Favre. like a tough guy I right would now. Say that to no, Brett you Favre. would yes, not. I would. Also, if you're leading with that, that just makes you a jerk. Yes. Like you're not going to say hi. Yeah, of Brett, course, Brett I would to say hi. I'm a human being. I understand how to interact <laughs> with other human beings. And like, it sounds like hi. you don't. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to try and take a shot. Strophy, if now you're in an interesting situation here because as you mentioned earlier in the show, yeah, Brett Favre held you as a small child. That's correct. I ran around his garage with his daughter. Does yeah. that? Um, does that? It's true. We were like four years old. We were running in circles around his big garage, all of his all of his trucks in the garage in Green Bay. 
It's a real story. Do you remember this, or are you just vividly, told you did v- this? V- very, very well? Yeah, I okay. Did. Yeah. So you have a history with this man. I do. What do you say to him if he comes walking over here? I don't right think now? I mention it. I don't think I mention it. I say, "Hey, Brett, I'm Alex Strofe, huge fan. Great to meet you. Grew up in Green Bay. Uh, grew up watching you. Thanks so much for being here. Really cool. That's it. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. You made that seem so easy. It's not that hard. It is. It's Brett Favre. It's Brett Favre. We just say Andy North was right. He's there. Yeah. He's uh, on- did you see how I talked to Andy North? I walked up. I shook his hand. I said, hi, Andy. I'm Alex Strofe. Great, great to meet you. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. I'm gonna crack under pressure. If you this are. You're like a, you're like Humpty Dumpty. Now brother. I'm getting more nervous yeah. about it. I, and I, not to bum you out, but I just I don't think it's gonna happen, right? Like he's gonna be driving, and as Andy said, you can't just walk up on the driving range. I get you got a media no, credential and Andy all that. Andy said you can walk up on but the he driving said it's, range. But did you see his face? He's uh, like, that's in poor taste to interrupt somebody as they're trying to get ready for a huge celebrity foursome, which draws a huge crowd. There's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people here watching. Maybe the most liked athlete in the history of the state of Wisconsin. Giannis is pushing that envelope a little uh-huh. bit, but we'll get to that. That later. Uh-huh. Brett Favre is the biggest draw here. Yes. So I don't think it is in good taste, similarly to tearing your friends, mm-hmm. to walk over to the driving range and interrupt Brett Favre as he's getting locked in. One of the most well-rounded athletes of our generation. You're right. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about me. He has nothing to do with he li- me. No, he does say. care about you. See, and that, no, now I feel like I'm breaking you down. he doesn't care about me. He doesn't care about us. I feel like Johnny Axman here. I'm chopping it down. He wants to play in front of all the fans. He's going to have a good time, and I'm not. Well, now I got Jesse very sad, (laughs) which is uh, always where we want him. Just like... uh... Just like Jerry Kelly has everybody in the AmFam field where he wants him, I've got Jesse right where I want him. Steve Flesh all by himself in the lead right You're now. You're motivating me, by the way. You're motivating me. Let's go over and talk to him more. Eight under par right now for Steve Flesh back in the league all, all by himself. Kirk Triplett and Colin Montgomery. Seven under par just behind him tied for second place. And the local guys, Jesse, how are we doing there? John Daly tied for ninth, by the way. He's five under. Four under today for the big man, John Daly. Love to see that. He's in the hunt, baby. Let's go. Ripping cigarettes, getting near the leaderboard. Jerry Kelly tied for ninth at five under with a plethora of golfers at five under par. Steve Stricker still two under, tied for 34th. Come on, Strick. Get this together. Let's get it interesting on Sunday. The host, Steve Stricker, that is, of course, obviously a Madison native, uh, and Jerry Kelly, the back-to-back champion of this thing. Right there in it, but but some grand to make up, but obviously one more day to go. And plenty of today still to go, which means you can get out here at University Ridge Golf Course on the west side of Madison, the annual American Family Insurance Championship. Just such a blast each and every year. We'll be hanging out today, throughout the day, uh, getting ready to watch that celebrity foursome, which is always the big draw. Um, Outside of Brett Favre, Jesse, who who do you believe the the, uh, biggest name has been for these celebrity foursome throughout the year because you've covered a lot more of these oh, events than I have. Gosh. So you've you've seen a lot more of this. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Darius Rucker, Hootie the Darius Rucker was really fun. That was a really fun time. Uh, he was here when Favre was here. I mean, Jeter's been here a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. That's always a big one. But um, yeah, those are probably the big. T- Lee Trevino yeah. was really fun when he was able to be part of it a couple of years ago. He was just a, such a personable guy, so much fun to listen to and just talk with. Uh, Wildeen Tausch had him on the show the week uh, leading up to the AmFam Championship a few years ago when he was part of it. He was really fun. But, I mean, 
Andy North's a staple of it. He joined us earlier in the show. He's just... He's he's the focal point of the whole thing. He's the one who, absolutely. He's the one who makes it run, and then everybody else. It's like ah, it's awesome that Farb's here, that Trevino's here, that Julie Inkster's here. But Andy North keeps it all together. A question I didn't get the chance to ask Andy North. It seems like he knows everyone, and I don't mean just here. <laughs> I mean everybody knows Andy North personally. Matt Hamilton, Ben Brust, yeah, Greg Scalzo, mm-hmm. right? They all have very good relationships. Happy birthday, Greg Scalzo, by the way. Um, ah. but, but um, all of them friends with Andy North. Does he know everyone? Because uh, now he's hanging out with Derek Jeter and Brett Favre. Like he knows yeah. everybody. Yeah, hangs out with my idol Scott Van Pelt, <laughs> the Bastards. Uh, that's, that's, I think you just answered your own question. Yes, Andy North knows everybody. Well, yep. I don't know anyone. And on that, coming up next, we're going to play a little game. Is it an '80s actor? Or is it a player in the American Family Insurance Championship field? I will answer those questions next. 80s actor or American Family Insurance Championship player? That's next. It's on the tee here on ESPN Wisconsin. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. ESPN, presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. She loves the groove. She loves the love. Yeah, it's on the tee, live from the American Family Insurance Championship in beautiful Madison, Wisconsin. We're live at University Ridge Golf Course on the west side. Alex Strofe, Jesse Nelson with you here for a special Saturday morning edition of On the Tee here on ESPN Wisconsin. Gloomy day, but the golf's still happening. A lot of people rushing in as the celebrity foursome, the, the big draw this afternoon with Brett Favre, Andy North, Julie Inkster, and the captain Derek Jeter uh, out here once again this year. So lots of fun stuff going on here. Still time to get tickets and to get here, of course, the final round tomorrow as well going on from University Ridge. So uh, such a great weekend, great concert last night, Lady A, Boys to Men. Uh, which of those groups do you like more, Jesse? Oh, gosh. It's close. I'd go boys to men. Okay. Slight advantage. Slight advantage. For nostalgia purposes. Oh, I was going to say, that's kind of your era, right? Yeah. So boys to men a little before my time. Mm -hmm. I grew up on Lady A. um, So I I would probably lean them, but I know boys to men very well as well. Yeah. Boys to men, I mean, some classics there. And that's from the, the, you know, right around the same time as NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Like, yeah, that's a wheelhouse for a lot of people my age. So it's been a uh, very unsuccessful day for yours truly because... Because I have outed myself uh, to no end about the lack of golf knowledge I possess. I embarrassed myself with a mispronunciation in front of Andy North. So just awesome, awesome outing for me so far today. So we've come up with a brilliant idea. And Jesse Nelson has catered a list of seven names. He is going to ask me simply, is this an 80s actor or a member in this year's American Family Insurance Championship? Now, I have read the leaderboard a few times the last two days. So I know some of the names, but I definitely don't know all of them. So Hunter, hit the music. Jesse has his list of seven names. And I'm going to do my best to tell you if it is an 80s actor or a golfer. Leading off, Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Strofe, is that an 80s actor or a PGA Tour champion? Gutenberg. Ah, that's throwing me off. Steve, I mean, that's well done on your end, because that's probably the most common golfer name. I'm going to go with 80s actor, though. How confident do you feel in that answer? 
Not. So you're purely guessing. That's a purely, you have, you have purely no guess. inclination one way or another. No, no, I don't. Be, that okay. was a total guess. Steve Gutenberg, 80s actor, is correct. Woo! Steve Gutenberg, popular from movies such as Cocoon oh. and Police Academy. I've seen Police Academy, actually. He's also been on Holy Moly on ABC. Oh, yeah. Well, that I have. Is that the Steph Curry golf one? It is the golf. Yeah, mini golf. Competitive well, good mini golf. I'm going to look up a picture of him just to see if I, if I recognize him. Uh, oh, sure. I know who Steve Gutenberg is. All right. Is. So okay. a nice pure guess, but you're one for one, Strofe. It's a best of seven series. Next up, Bob Estes. That's a golfer, no doubt. What makes you say that? You don't, um, you don't, there's no way you know that. No, it, I don't. But uh, I just I feel like Bob Estes is, cannot be a good actor name. Like it doesn't hit me as an actor. Like who who do you who'd you cast in this year's rendition of Mary Poppins? Bob Estes. Yeah, I don't think so. That's a golfer, Jesse. You're two for two. Bob Estes currently even. Tied for 52nd Oof. in the AmFam Championship field today. This streak can't keep going forever. You're not this good. You don't know anything about either of these <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. You're two for two. Don Johnson. Oh, well, that could be either one. Don Johnson. I'm, I'm sure there's an actor named Don Johnson. I bet there's a golfer named Don Johnson, so this one's tough. Don Johnson, 80s actor or PGA Tour champion. John Smith. What's his name? Don Johnson. Don Johnson. I'm going to go golfer here. And that's where our streak comes to an end. Don Johnson played one of the most iconic characters of the 1980s, Detective Sonny Crockett on Miami Vice. Oh, sure, sure, okay. Are you familiar with Miami Vice? I, I'm familiar. I, I couldn't tell you much about it, okay. but I, I am certainly familiar. So, so you're not familiar at all, other than you've heard the name of the show once before. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with here, everybody. That's correct. All right, two wins, one loss so far in 80s actor or Oof. PGA Tour champion, two fields of uh, perhaps the least expertise, Alex Strofe. Has during today's show on the T live from the AmFam Championship. Woo! Right in my element, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, that's an actor. That that one I do know. That's correct. Do you know who Lou Ferrigno mm. played? Oh boy! Iconic character of the '80s. Al Capone. No. Okay. No. Uh, do you know what Lou Ferrigno looks like? I, 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 no, not off the top of my head. If I okay. saw a picture of him, I'd be like, "Yeah, I know who that is." Okay. Um, what did he play? He was the Incredible Hulk. Oh. He's a very large man. Lou so who came after Lou Ferrigno? Well, it was just Lou Ferrigno. It was, it was its own thing. It wasn't the MCU in the 80s. Right. <laughs> but but there has been several Hulks since. There I'm was, wondering who came after Lou um, Ferrigno. Ed Norton played the Hulk, and Mark Ruffalo played the right. Hulk. Right. Eric Bana was actually Oh, Eric Bana was in there also. Okay. Yeah, I Terrible gotcha. Ang Lee Hulk movie. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's Hunter Vaughn, by the way, our producer yeah, back thank in you for the Bank, ESPN okay. Madison Studios running the show today. Big thanks to Max Meyerson as well. Let's roll on. 80s actor or PGA golfer. If you get one more right, you win uh, the series here. Four out of seven. I'm feeling pretty good. You know, Golden State blew a 3-1 lead, though, one time. <laughs> Mark Kalkovecchia. 80s actor or PGA Tour champion. Say that another time for me. Mark Kalkovecchia. Oh, boy. 80s actor? That is incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mark Kalkovecchia, PGA Tour champion in the field here at the AmFam Championship, winner of the 1989 Open Championship. <laughs> he won a major, Strofe. Well, did they make a movie after him? Because they could be also an 80s actor if he won that uh, in the 80s. Nope, nope. All right, don't blow it in game six. Otherwise, you know, anything can happen in game That's seven. That's true. That's don't true. miss this one. Woody Austin. Oh, come on, Woody. Oh, <laughs> Woody man. Austin. That's a golfer, Jesse. Woody Austin is a golfer. Yes, I did it. I did it. Out of six. Good for me. I'm a genius. I know my Stroke 80s films real well. Six. Stroking six. Yeah. Woody Austin, one over par, tied for 58th here at the AmFam Championship. Uh, I didn't even get to go to game seven, which would have been my favorite of these. Scott McCarron. Bonus round. Ooh. Scott McCarron. Golfer. Not only is Scott McCarron a golfer. Also an 80s actor. No, he won the 2018 AmFam Championship oh, here wow. at University Ridge. Before my time, in my defense. <laughs> Unreal. You performed a lot better than I thought you would, I will admit. That was well done by you. I, half of them were guesses, uh, no doubt. Well, but half of them. <laughs> all, you know, all other than Lou Ferrigno was a guess. <laughs> and you didn't even know why Lou Ferrigno was significant. You, no. just, you just knew the name you Lou know, Ferrigno. It sounds like an Italian name, so I thought maybe he, that's why I said Al Capone. I thought maybe Mobster movie or The Godfather. But that's 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 Godfather's older than the 80s, I'm right? now imagining a mob movie <laughs> with the Incredible Hulk leading Mom. That might be a good idea. We might be onto something here. Oh yeah, he looks like an incredible Hulk. It does Lou Ferrigno. He's a bodybuilder too. Yeah. yeah. So is Mark Ruffalo a bodybuilder? No. Okay. No. Arnold well done. Schwarzenegger. I can't believe uh what was the really bad one that you missed? Don Johnson. Don Johnson, Sonny Crockett, Miami Vice. Okay, you but no Jesse, idea. Jesse. Don Johnson. Absolutely sounds like a golfer name. In my defense. <laughs> like, that sounds like a guy at your local country club. Because there probably is a Don Johnson at your local There's country club. There's probably a Don Johnson somewhere in it's the like great saying, hey, scenario. Hey, yeah. John Smith, which one is he? <laughs> which one is he? Unbelievable. <laughs> We're live from the American Family Insurance Championship having a blast as we get ready. The celebrity foursome coming up this afternoon. I can go back to the leaderboard now as uh, as I'm not cheating. Uh, Kirk Triplett back uh, tied for first place with Steve Flesh, who's hanging on. Both eight under par right now here in round two on our Saturday. Of course, once everybody tees off in the regular field, the celebrity foursome will tee off. That again, Andy North, Brett Favre, Derek Jeter, and Julie Inkster. We'll wrap up the special Saturday edition of On the Tee next right here on ESPN Wisconsin. This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com. A pair of NL West foes fit. That's all. Four, it's On the Tee with Gabe Neitzel and Stephen Watson on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Annex Wealth Management and Fairways of Woodside. Holy crap, John Daly's coming up the leaderboard. Tied for fifth, six under, just three strokes back of Steve Flesh. He's all by himself in the lead right now, the American Family Insurance Championship, live from University Ridge here on the west side of Madison. Alex Strofe, Jesse Nelson with you here for a special Saturday morning edition of On the Tee on ESPN Wisconsin. Remember when you mispronounced Miguel Angel Jimenez's name right in front of Andy North? 
Yes. ESPN golf analyst. So, I've always said, Jesse, I'm not one to get very embarrassed, right? Like, I, I don't believe I have that emotion, uh, the capability to feel that emotion. I did today. I, I, I take back all my prior stances on, on embarrassment. That was embarrassing, incredibly. And you, cor- you corrected me, which you didn't need to do, by the way. But um, he would have known either way. I needed Andy. It wasn't for you by any means. It was for yourself. It was for at least one of us, to, for Andy North to know that one of us had some credibility. Yeah, which is, I definitely <laughs> don't, right? Like, I, 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 I have a nice voice, and you guys hired me to use it. Um, not to pronounce things correctly, because my IQ, not the highest uh, out there. But as mentioned, Steve Flesh in the league, nine under right now. Kirk Triplett just behind him, standing alone in second place, eight under. And uh, Miguel... On hell. Jimenez tied for third with Robert Carlson, seven under, and tied for fifth place, John Daly, my man. Uh, Jerry Kelly also tied for fifth. Uh, among oh, a lot of other people, six under. You know who else is tied for fifth? Tausch's guy, Lumpy. Lumpy, Tim Heron. Lumpy six Heron. Under. Let's go. Oh, this is going to be fun Sunday at yeah, the Amp Championship. It, it really is. Uh, really fun day so far today. Another big thanks to Andy North for joining us earlier in the program. If you missed any of that conversation, you can find it on WisconsinOnDemand.com, the free Wisconsin On Demand app, or wherever you get your podcast. Just search on the T. We got five minutes to get Favre. I don't think it's happening. Uh, my understanding is, is not he is not here yet. The captain, Derek Jeter, has arrived, uh, and sources have told me. Brett Favre is here. I'm oh, getting the signal. He's here? You better go run. He's here. Uh, Brett, he? Brett Favre has arrived, but oh, I, I heard when Derek oh, Jeter got man. here. <laughs> oh, Brett Favre's here. <laughs> <laughs> rocking in his chair back oh, and forth. Oh, my God. A little patio set chair that I'm a, a little worried. Uh, yeah, I might is be it made little, to, sh- is it I made might, to shake I might be a little like heavy for this. Um, i lose some, some now, pounds. Now, yeah. Jesse, uh, I heard Derek Jeter arrived, and a fence got over because people were so excited. Oh. So I imagine what, what's going to happen with Farvey is seen by the public. Uh, Multiple fences? That times a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah, this, uh, you know what? When you have a beautiful day like it is out here at the AmFam Championship, when you've got the drinks on every hole flowing, yeah, yeah. people are excited to see some of their favorite all-time celebrity athletes. You get a little excited. You just got to keep it contained. Look, I'm, the, I'm at the front of the line. Keep it contained. Keep it nice and calm. Just, if you get a chance to see one of the most iconic people of your generation. I just, I'm so blown away by your demeanor, right? Because you're going from, I got to keep it cool, to mm-hmm. shaking in your chair 30 seconds ago saying, Brett Favre's here, Brett Favre's here. <laughs> He's right? here. What's going on here? Are you having a moment? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, it's you, Brett Favre. I can see the wheels turning like you're almost a cartoon character what right now. What am I going to, I mean... What do you say to Brett Favre? If you get a chance to talk to Brett Favre. Hi, Brad. I'm Alex Struff. Great to meet you. It's that simple. Hey, hey, Brett. Jesse Nelson, thanks for coming on the show last week. Great to see you. I forgot the jersey of Ma and Pa's house, but I uh, wanted to introduce myself nonetheless so you could put a face to the uh, name. How's that? Yeah, that'll work. And that doesn't feel like You're all You're an exuberant individual. I need a picture. I need to get a picture of it. And our fans agree. We put the Twitter poll up. Everybody would say they want a picture with their favorite athlete. Yeah, and that conversation got started because you said you weren't really an autograph guy, which, again, I think at this age nobody is. Are you? It's kind of weird to be an autograph guy like in your 30s and 40s. Oh, right? I don't think so. It, it's, just, it's, a, it's a passion for a certain collective of people yeah i mean we definitely have, we have a mutual friend who who uh is very uh very adamant on baseball cards and autographs mm-hmm. and and all that so uh yeah i understand the hobby and the passion for it but meh, 
Not my cup of tea. I want the picture. I want to be able to put it up in the in the new house. You know, before I put up any of our wedding pictures, before I put up any of our uh, mementos and gifts from people over the years, first thing I would put in the house, number one would be a mattress because you want to be able to sleep in the air conditioning. Second thing you want to be able to put up, that picture of me and Brett Favre at the AmFam Championship 2022. It's, it's a memory you'd never forget, as is uh, a lot of the, th- the happenings here at the American Family Insurance Championship. We're wrapping up our program, but uh, still plenty of time to get out here to the American Family Insurance Championship whether that's today or tomorrow for the final round. We've been giving you score updates throughout the final round. Uh, looking like it's going to be something special. It's going to be tight. It's going to be really tight as uh, play continues today. Jesse mentioned it. We did post the poll on Twitter at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee. If you met Brett Favre, which would you rather get, an autograph, a picture, or a handshake? 64% of you saying you would rather get a picture. 18% say autograph, and another 18 say a handshake. Handshake or an autograph? Oh, autograph. I'm a handshake guy there. Yeah. I think, my, I think autograph ranks dead last. But picture, of course, first, because that is a physical memory you can always keep. This is going to be so fun. We're going to hang out here. We're going to go talk to our good friend, Brett Favre. Um, <laughs> our good Homer's going to be here tomorrow hosting Sunday Karma, same time, 10 to noon tomorrow. So he'll be set up here for day three, final round of the AmFam Championship. Yeah. Love this weekend. This is so much fun in the city of Madison and for sports fans of our great state and our community here locally. Uh, awesome weekend. As little as I know about golf, I can tell you, this is a special, special event that is an absolute blast, having so much fun this week, and we'll be hanging out uh, watching some of the golf action the rest of the afternoon. Thanks so much for coming along with us I just today. I Farby's right over there. You just saw Farby? And Jeter. Look at Farby. All right, we got to go. We're out of here. This has been On the Tee at ESPN Wisconsin. Wow. It's all about the drive. On On the Tee is brought to you by.